0: to the Digital's Growthcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to launch a new website successfully without losing your ranking on Google and other search engines. Thank you for the production team for joining me. Um, So what is our advice on launching a website that has previously ranked um, without tanking results?
1: Well, I think it all starts with um, the planning in the beginning. Before you even start that new website, look at your existing website first and um, check the metrics, Um, what do you rank for, how many visitors are you getting, conversions, Um, just see how your current site is doing so you have like a benchmark to start with and see what, if anything on your site is currently uh, doing well because we don't want to sabotage that. So you can, one of the ways of doing that is go into search console and check your uh, top pages You can look at the uh, top linked pages, so pages with the most number of backlinks. We don't want to lose those backlinks. And then also your top um, visited pages, so the the ones that are getting the most traffic. And then make sure that you have those pages um, in your new sitemap. And if you are going to change the URL at all, make sure you have a 301 redirect so you don't lose that traffic or those backlinks for the new page. Um, another thing to keep in mind, if, especially if you are importing any information from your old site into your new one, is to, um, when you export your pages and posts, make sure you're getting the existing title tags and meta descriptions, especially if you have a large, larger site. That can be a lot of work to write new titles and metas for every single page. So if you bring over what the site already has and you've checked your top performing pages, you probably don't want to change the title or meta description on a top performing page. And you can go back and improve all the other ones. Um, so those are just some things that we we like to do before we even start the new uh, sitemap and architecture planning. So Garrett, once we've built the site, what are some things that we look at?
2: Yeah, so I mean, once the site's sort of built and kind of nearing to you know for your new launch, we like to look at you know uh, page speed performance. So, you know that can be, that can result in a bunch of different things. So we like to first start off by running either a couple of different reports. Um, you know a Lighthouse report, GTmetric, Pingdom, um even or PageSpeed Page Speed Insights by Google. Those are all great ones to uh you know do a page speed report on. And most of them overlap, some of them uh, highlight different things than others, but ultimately, you know, we're looking for, you know, making sure images are not larger than 100K, the higher the, the picture, the, or the longer it takes for the site to, to load initially. So with that being said, we also like to make sure that caching policies are in place so that as pages are visited from your users, they're being cached so that the next time they go to visit, uh, they don't have to reload the, the page and all the images all over again. This is very important for uh, mobile browsing. Um, that's probably the most important thing today. Uh, a couple other things we like to make sure is uh, make sure that the HTTP requests, um, you know, URL redirects are all properly set up. Those all affect uh, page performance as well. Um, and you know, ultimately it's as soon as you type that URL and you land on that page, there's a whole bunch of things on the behind-the-scenes that have to run in order for that page to first load. So all those items uh, properly optimized uh, won't affect your page speed in a negative way.
0: Any common culprits that we counter when launching a new website um, that, well, maybe in our experience, uh, people often miss? Surprisingly, uh, you guys probably would agree, we've seen this plenty of times. People leave their website, they, they launch a new website and leave it as no index. Um, they they forget to allow, yeah, <laughs> we've seen that so many times.
1: And just to elaborate on that, you go to the WordPress settings, and then is it is it general or is it reading? It's I think it's reading, yeah. And there's a checkbox that says discourage search engines from crawling or indexing. Make sure that's unchecked after you launch the site <laughs> because that affects your robots.tx. Some other things I look at before we launch a site, um, I like to use the tool Screaming Frog. It's a free tool you can download to your computer. Um, I look for multiple H1s on a page. And in Screaming Frog, there's a nice uh, overview tab on the or sidebar, and it basically points out all of these things. You're looking for duplicate H1s, Um, pages missing titles or meta descriptions. Also really important on the um, URL tab where it lists all the URLs on your site. I like to sort by response code and make sure there's no 404s, 301s, 500 server errors, anything like that. Um, Redirects are not bad, but but you don't want redirects or 404s in any of your internal links. So we, we set 301 redirects so that when external traffic coming into your site comes in, it'll go to the right place, but you never want to have any internal linking that leads to a redirect or a 404. So you want to actually do a find replace if it's you know a URL that is, is changed throughout the site, or if it's just one link, you can just go on the page and manually change that link to go to the right place. Oh, also, check where your site is currently indexed. There's four possibilities. It could be HTTP or HTTPS, and it can have the root domain like abc.com, or it could be www.abc.com. Those four things are treated by Google as four separate properties. So if your existing site is indexed with HTTPS and www, for example, Make sure you launch the new site with that same exact um, structure. Otherwise, Google will index it as a second site and you'll be penal, you could be penalized for uh, duplicate data, and you won't have, you won't get the value of your previous backlinks that you've redirected. It just can really tank your site. So that's super important that you have the correct primary domain. And then in your hosting, make sure that you set that. If it is HTTPS and it is www, make sure in your hosting, for instance, if it's WP Engine, you set that particular URL as the primary domain and redirect all of the other instances to that. So if somebody goes to a link without the www, it'll automatically be redirected to the primary domain. You want all of your external traffic landing on the correct primary domain to get the value of that um, traffic. And Gabby, you do you QA a lot of our sites. Um, Have you? Is there something that you you know notice or that you look for, maybe related to mobile or tablet or?
3: I mean, making sure that the site is presented well on mobile is important. Oftentimes, um, it's not thought about what an image looks like in landscape on mobile and then any type of text that's over it is going to look different unless you change it. Like we always change our images to be a portrait for mobile or don't display an image. So make sure sometimes you need to present different content for better, you know, display on mobile or conversions. Um, Probably one of the most important things is checking your forms (laughs) <laughs> to make sure your site is ranking and you're getting traffic, but you if your forms aren't working and you're not getting those emails and you haven't customized your responses and making sure that your thank you is displaying, however you're doing it, then then you're gonna lose out on all that. So that's one of the first things to check.
1: Oh, great point. We um, email deliverability is huge now with WordPress. Back in the day, you could just use WordPress's PHP their default PHP mailer to get your email notifications, but now um, the spam blockers are more intelligent and they will, oft, they will almost always block your email notifications from your forms. If one, you're sending that form from an email address that doesn't match the domain of your website because it thinks that you're spoofing. Um, and then two, if you're just using that, default PHP mailer, it can't verify the sender. So we like to use a plugin to use to connect your SMTP provider, such as Google Workspace or Microsoft Office. And it will use your SMTP provider to send those form notifications. So you actually get your leads because with SMTP, it can verify um, the owner. So it will get past your the spam blockers, super important. Yeah, you put all that work into a new site, you launch it, it looks great. Getting all kinds of traffic and conversions in your Google Analytics and you're like, where are they? You're just not getting the emails. So that's something that we uh, highly recommend, an email deliverability plugin.
0: I think also something else that we've kind of noticed as an agency that has become more prominent uh, today than it was maybe a year ago is Core Web Vitals that has on ranking I know that uh, as we've audited websites we, we've noticed that being more of a prominent ranking factor it seems like
1: yeah um, I, nobody can seem to agree on what the weight is of Core Web Vitals on your ranking but I have I do think you know in the last couple algorithm updates in um, May and June that it may they may have put in more weight on your page speed and passing those core web vitals. Um, so we use speed Insights to uh, check our sites before launch and make sure um, you know that that page layout shift isn't an op, isn't an issue. Like if you're scrolling on your phone, you know you're reading a blog and then all of a sudden it all shifts out of place. That's what that uh, metric is for. First interactive. I might have the terminology wrong, but does it load fast? Can you start when the person goes to the page? Can they start reading? And while everything lower down the page is, is loading. Um it's it's for usability. So we would want to do those things anyway, but now even more important if Google is using that as a ranking factor. And that yeah, you know, we use um speed optimization plugins but also it's just, it's good coding. It's, you know, best practices when uploading a photo, you know, don't upload a one meg photo and then just expect your image optimization plugin to fix it. It might, you know, compress it to 800 K, but it's not going to get, you know, a five meg file down to hundred K. Like, so just use best practices when setting up the site to begin with and, and just use those speed optimization plugins to just take it to the next level.
0: Yeah, everyone's on their phone and nobody wants to wait for your website to load. Thank you very much for joining me and see you on the next episode.